0: Hello there, you're listening to Shay's Bills Podcast and here's your host, Shilano. Well hello and hi, it's me, it's Shay, I'm back. Uh, I know it's the end of January, but um, happy new year, I guess. It's been a while, obviously I've had a bit of a winter break and uh, we're back straight after Christmas Hope you had a lovely Christmas with your family, friends, and a new year. Um, I've been streaming, so that's what I've been doing for the last month. Um been doing about one or two days streaming on Twitch TV, which you can obviously find me at Lano on there. Uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. nearly finished the game, actually, so um, that's what I've been doing for the last two and a half months, really, playing that game. Then I'm going to be playing God of War after that. But also that, i got a gaming wheel. So I've been trying to figure out how to use that properly. It's going to take me a while. I'm looking at it right now. And it just it looks fun. It's just a lot of work, you know. Um, well, anyway, today's episode. <laughs> we are talking. Basically, today's episode. I uh, decided that, well, once I'm going to America in May. So I thought we do, maybe once in a while, we'll do a little uh, conversation of some history of New York. Uh, maybe once a month, maybe, I think. That's what I was thinking. Um, well, for January, I was looking at a bit of their gangs. Uh, precisely the Irish gangs uh, in New York City. Now, there's a movie um, I saw, I think it was on Netflix, not so long ago. It's not great. Uh, you might know it actually. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a movie called The Gangs of New York. Uh, it was made in two thousand and two, which has uh Daniel Day Lewis, Leonardo DiCaprio, Cameron Diaz, which I couldn't figure out, Liam Neeson, Brendan Gleeson, and of course John C. Riley. Um, just freaking hell. Nightmare that game. Well, game. It no. It's not a game. It's a movie. Sorry. Um. Obviously, it's a uh, Amsterdam sets out an average debt of his father, who's killed in a gang uh, at the hands of crime lord Bill the Butcher. While doing so, he gets caught up in the Civil War. Uh, watching that movie just uh, it's just utter. It was just messy and it didn't feel like it was organized but anyway the reason why i'm talking about this movie is because we're going to talk about the gang that is in it and they are called the dead rabbit gang so with no further ado let's crack on because this is going to be a fairly long one i think well hopefully it is um yeah let's get in So, the Dead Rabbit Gang were a criminal street gang active in lower Manhattan in New York in the 1830s to the 1850s. The Dead Rabbits were so named because a dead rabbit was thrown into the centre of the room during a gang meeting, prompting some members to treat this as an omen. We and form an independent gang. Their battle symbol was a dead rabbit on a pike, founded by the disgruntled grang... Members of the Roach Guards who became the largest Irish criminal organization in the early 19th century in Manhattan, having well over 100 members when called up for action. Their chief rival gang were the Burley Boys and native-born New Yorkers who were supported knowing nothing but anti-immigration political party. I said politically really wrong. <laughs> that sounded terrible uh just a little bit more of the gang they were involved in five points in manhattan um at the height of occupation of five points with only certain areas of london's east end lived with the western world for population destiny, disease infant and child mortality unemployment prostitution violent crime and other classic ills of the urban dist st- what is that word what I wrote, Oh, destitute. Oh my God. Uh, it is sometimes considered the regional American melting pot. At the first, consistently, primarily of the newly empathic blacks. Gradual empathic. I can't say that word. I'm so sorry. I know. Wow. I taught, and I put this word in. Let's I'm sorry. I'll, I'll spell it out. E-M-A-N C-I-P-A-T I-O-N. Yep, if you can figure that out from my spelling. I couldn't pronounce it. Nice. Led to the end of the slavery in New York on July 4th in 1827. Along with population, disease followed by yellow fever and topoloscis. I said that wrong as well. I can say it, I just can't pronounce it apologies. Uh, the Dead Rabbits were also led by an Irish-American called John Morrissey. Now we'll talk about more about him later because he has an interesting career after the gang. But the gang had one main rival, as we said, it's the Bowlery Boys. Bowlery Boys were an anti-Catholic, anti-Irish, anti-immigrant really, uh, mostly from a well-off working class backgrounds. Their leader was William Poole, a.k.a. Bill the Butcher. The two gangs had fought with each other over several decades, which their main riot battle was over four-piece of Five Points District. July 4th in 1857, the gang began with one faction destroyed the headquarters of the Boilery Boys at 26 Boilery on the 4th of July in 1857. Right, So uh, the Boilery Boys... Retaliated, which led to a larger scale riot, which raged back and forth between the boys and Blackguard Street between the Bowery and Mulberry Street. Rioting resumed on July fifth. The boys and Dead Rabbits fought again in front of forty to forty-two Bowery boys on July sixth. The boys—I'm f- just going to say the boys, if you don't mind—fought to carry on it. Which basically are Irishmen from Kerry, they were also a gang, that also decided to go in to merge into the Rabbits gang, I believe. There's not very much details on them, I did look them up. Um, at Anthony and Centre Street. As residents took advantage of the disorganisation state of the city's police force brought about by the conflict between the two different police organizations and gangs and other criminals all part of the city began to engage of a widespread looting. This also involved the New York militia, milit- Well, I'm just going to say Militilla military because it's easier. Milita. Is that the right word? Anyway, they had to get involved because they needed help with the police um, as they could control the looting. So July 8th in 18... 18- 57. They estimated that between 800 to 1,000 gang members took part in the riots, along with several hundred others who used the disturbance to loot in the area. It was the largest disturbance since the Astor Palace riot in 1849. The order was stored by New York State Military under Major General Charles W. Sanford. Supported by detachment of the city police, Eight people were reported killed, and more than a hundred people received serious injuries. Now the gang disbanded in eighteen sixty, but that didn't really end there. For one of them, John Morrissey. So a little bit more about John. John Morrissey was known also as the Old Smoke was born on February 12th in 1831 in Temple Moore, County Tipperary, Ireland. His parents left Tipperary uh, with him and they immigrated to New York. He became a bare-knuckle boxer and returned to New York to be challenged and defeated Yankee Sullivan, who was recognised as an American boxing champion. Morrissey moved to New York City in 1848 by himself, uh, becoming a deck hand on a steamer running between Albany and New York he married and had a daughter no sorry he married (laughs) he married I was going to say he had a daughter but no he married the daughter of the ship's captain Sarah Smith around 1849 they did have a child who was a boy Um, did they call him John Morrissey Jr because that was obviously a trend then so where did the nickname come from between him and a fight when a man called Thomas McCann, a noted rough and tumble fighter, Morrissey was said to have been pinned on his back atop burning coals from a stove that had been overturned. Morrissey endured the pain as his flesh burned Ouch! fought off McCann and got back on his feet. He enraged Morrissey, beaten McCann sensibly as a smoke from his burning flesh rose up from his back They eventually earned him the nickname old smoke which stuck with him through the rest of his life now morrissey's final fight as a knuckle fighter was on the 12th of october in 1853 between sullivan a stake of one thousand dollars in hampton of boston corners which was taken in massachusetts but it was out of reach of authorities and tossed a good location for a legal match. The fight took place in a field reportedly viewed over 3,000 spectators. Sullivan dominated the match for most of the fight, but Morrissey held his own. The fight continued until the 37th round. Now, that's a lot of rounds. When the struggle between the two fighters and the ropes developed into hostiles into Sullivan and Morrissey's seconds. And a general riot when elements of the crowd broke into the ring. The referee gave the decision to Morrissey, though it was not clear at the time why he made his verdict. One report said it was because Sullivan had stuck Morrissey with a foul blow. Another stated it was because of the foul blow not coming to time. While another stated that it was because Sullivan had stopped out, stepped, sorry, stepped out of the ring before the referee had given his decision. And the fight had lasted 55 minutes. Now here's the crazy thing. You wouldn't think a gang member knuckle fighter would get involved with politics right? Well Morrissey became involved with the democratic politics in New York City and developed a rivalry with William Poole which we all know Bill the Butcher. On August 8th in 1854 a fight was arranged between Poole and Morrissey at corner of west and Almo street according to a newspaper report after some sparring pool threw morrissey to the ground and was on top of him in an instant pounding grounding bucking biting even forcing morrissey to concede the fight to pool now in february 1855 two of morrissey's friends lou baker and jim turner shot and fatal. Well. Oh, Fatality wow, couldn't say that word there for a second. Wounding killing Bill the Butcher at Stranwick's Hall at a saloon in Broadway. Morrissey and Baker were indicated for the murder, but the charges were dropped after the, the trials, which ended up being three, resulting in a hung to the juries. When Morrissey retired from boxing, he went on to competing in gambling. Now, here's the thing a boxer. Knows a bit of politics, goes into gambling? Yeah. He uh, went into competing as a gambling. He also opened shops. Apparently, he owned 16 casinos, gaining about $200,000, and he created the clubhouse, which had well known guests like Mark Twain, an American writer, Rutherford B. Hayes, who happened to be the 19th president of the United States, and John D. Rockefeller. That's the father of John D. Rockefeller Jr., who we all know the Rockefeller Building. In eighteen sixty-six Morrissey ran for Congress. He became a congressman for two terms between eighteen sixty seven to eighteen seventy one. Morrissey contracted ammonia and died on the first of eighteen seventy-eight at the age of forty-seven. The state closed all offices and flags were flown at half staff. The entire state senate attended his funeral in Troy, and which was held on May 4th in 1878. And 20,000 people stood outside the streets to pay their last respects. He was buried in St. Peter's Cemetery just outside of Troy. He was also introduced into the International Boxing Hall of Fame in 1996. And that's the Gang of the Dead Rabbits. so i thought this would be longer because when i wrote all this notes it's six pages so obviously when you speak from paper two words it's lot more or less isn't it but um funny enough since the watching the movie um i found a tiktok of this pub and it's called the dead rabbit it's in it's in new york as well not gonna lie their food looks incredible Um, so possibly might go and visit them they are actually on a street of 30 Water Street, New York Um, it's an Irish pub as well Um, and i have gone. to, it looks like an old traditional bar Um, funny enough, I saw the TikTok I saw on them actually was they mentioned that they have like some really strange stuff in the ceiling so just stuff on the ceiling, like everything is like well decorated, and um, there was like I think someone said there was a Houdini thing in there, like in like that's a bit weird. But anyway, Houdini like trying escaping stuff. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna possibly look at them. And uh, drinks many look good too. Didn't realize cocktails and stuff drinks cost a lot more in the con- in your country of America. So don't differ. Actually, cost nearly the same. Though the only the one thing I'm interested about they have frozen Irish coffee frozen blended irish whiskey but irish cream liqueur coffee liqueur cold brew coffee cane sugar and cream that's 17 dollars. irish coffee martini okay spell spoke that's another that doesn't quite look nice <laughs> Well they're all whiskey Ooh the twilight looks nice. Stout cast whiskey Guinness Amaro blackcurrant. no that's that'd be too strong in my stomach. Yep. Yep. Oh pineapple milk punch That's not a punch That's just whiskey. Anyway I'll leave it there. Thanks for listening. I will be back uh <laughs> <laughs> Literally next month, which is February, which is just round the corner, isn't it? So thanks for listening. Sorry it was a bit of a jumble. Um I was it's I don't I wrote the notes myself, so I don't know why I didn't bother um Oh I put I on a font, that's why I put a weird font on them so it look more aesthetic. Um I'm actually reading also I'm reading um Pride and Prejudice book right now. Made me realize those people who are up in higher classes don't do anything, and yet they have to judge the working class and people who work. Typical. And you know what? They still do that, don't they? Not just in a way. I'm not. I'm not all of them, but some people do. Not sure how I'm enjoying the book. It's taken me a while to read the book. I'm only um chapter <laughs> eighteen. There's a good few more chapters to go. But anyway, thanks for listening. See you all soon. Have a lovely evening, day, whatever you're doing. And uh, I'll see you guys all soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shay's podcast. Make sure to follow Shay's Builds Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Shay's Builds Pod and Shay's Builds Podcast. And check out Chilano on her socials at Chilano.